okay. This is like, I'm like kind of happy because like I, like the way my camera is set up, it's actually facing like towards you. And usually it's like back to back, like a buddy cop thing. Yeah, yeah. So I, like, really, I really, I really like this. Way. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. Better. See, we're actually like kind of facing each other. So it's not we like can, that awkward. We can pretend like we're in the same room and we're actually exactly. having I'm looking at you. I am looking at you and you're looking at me. So yes. this, this actually works. <laughs> I'll tell you more. I'll tell- <laughs> it's going to be great for the YouTube video. Um, all right, guys. Thank. Oh, my God. Guys, guys, this episode, we've been talking about this episode. We've been talking about talking about this episode for the entire day. It is Geeks of the Week. It is literally the day, the day after the Loki finale just came out. So we're going to be doing nothing but talking Loki all episode. I'm so Loki excited. And everything Loki means. For the MCU. Oh, there's a lot and there's so much. There's, there's so it much. sets up so fucking much and I'm so excited. Like you, oh my gosh. Like I, I went on a content creating spree last night because <laughs> I, I went live and then I ended my live around like 1.30 a.m. and then I kept making content until about four in the morning because all these thoughts kept popping in my head like, oh my god, what does this mean for Ant Man and the Wasp? What does this mean for uh, Spider Man and Way Home? The multiverse. It just I just felt like a crazy person, like in the middle of the night, just the multiverse is here. What does this mean? No, I mean literally it started like it just the possibilities are endless. Like literally I've already got people mm-hmm. in my comments being like, Tony could come back and I'm like, Okay, look, that's oh, the God. One, that's <laughs> the one thing the multiverse can't do is afford more Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> right. There's only one Robert Downey Jr. And I, I would I would love that to be the explanation for why Tony can't come back. Like they were just, oh, yeah, there's only one Robert Downey Jr. And we can't the multiverse couldn't handle more than one. So it literally only made one <laughs> for the MCU. He, he's not even going to be the voice in of Tony in What If. There's only a, oh, that wasn't a his voice. Of, no, there's a handful of voices that are not. It's also like Chris Evans is not doing his voice. I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's like he's a handful of voices. Now. Yeah, he's mm. way too important now. <laughs> He's way too uh, important. He's buzzed now. <laughs> but, like, I'm pretty sure that Robert, Robert Downey Jr. makes so much, even for small. I mean, all of the MC yeah. actors do, but, like. Yeah. Oh, Robert Downey Jr. was, like, notorious for, like, making, I think, like, at least five times more than his co-stars. Yeah. Which, so, I mean, he he started the franchise making almost nothing. So, yes. I don't blame and the guy. They, they, they kind of, like, banked the whole thing off of him anyway. And so. Yeah. He he's the one who invested early, and so he gets a large share of the pie. So yeah, yeah I'm not, I'm not I'm, upset about it. Yeah, I'm mad same, at it. Same, same. So it makes sense. But, but I am glad um, that Tony's gonna stay dead because he should. But I I mean I just like a good ending. Like I just yes. love endings. Like people don't tend to like endings anymore. They just want things to kind of like keep going. And I get it. You want to enjoy something. You don't want it to stop. But as Doctor Who once said, endings are beautiful. And nothing ever, and nothing is ever beautiful because it. Uh, what was it? What was the quote? Nothing is ever beautiful because it doesn't end. You know, like I'm pretty sure that's a Doctor Who quote. It might be. No, that's a vision. I mix up my fandoms. <laughs> um, but it, the Doctor Who quote was, uh, "Endings are beautiful, and the Doctor hates endings." So, don't be like the Doctor. He's he's cool and everything, but endings are great. Um, I- you can't have beginnings without endings. It's exactly it's gotta, you know, it's gotta, it's it's a, it's a circle. It's a circle, guys. But uh, so to to like talk about this Loki thing, like this episode was just such a great episode. I've already been saying like when people kept asking me which one do you think is better, WandaVision, Captain America, and the Winter Soldier, or Loki, I always hesitated and like even 
talking about Loki because we haven't got the last episode yet and yeah. all the MCU shows haven't really stuck the landing. Yeah. Loki stuck the landing. That, I, that it I completely agree. Like I could not agree more. I was shocked. I woke up, I watched this show early this morning. Um I immediately logged on to Twitter and I was like, yeah, fucking nailed <laughs> it. So glad for this for ending. And then throughout the rest of the day I just saw people being like people will find find i don't know people will find ways to hate anything because and here's the thing i had a feeling people were going to be watching this episode and i just felt like the aura of the planet just kind of converge on me of this isn't really that good it's so much talking i'm just i'm just thinking to myself like not only do you have the best use of exposition you wrap it up in such a boss ass reveal a fucking kang and he is the king he is kang the conqueror we will get into that lately he is fucking kang okay maybe not specifically kang the conqueror but he's a version of kang the conqueror which makes him kang the conqueror but you you wrap it up in that awesome reveal you also have a fantastic performance from jonathan majors that performance carries the episode like from second one from those elevator doors opening and him like lounging in that elevator i oh was my like gosh. i was sold immediately i was like okay i don't eating, I don't an, <laughs> eating an apple he was eating an apple too yes. oh like my that God. was like wow chef's kiss he was like the most like black for air force energy don't give a fuck like <laughs> i you can't kill me like the, the the fact that they tried to stab him and the first thing he did was just start lounging on the fucking bench like <laughs> so we doing that like <laughs> No, I was his, like, this is my guy. His performance was so fucking cool, so awesome. Yeah. Like literally, it, it was very like Stephen Moffat. Like it mm. definitely reminded me of Doctor Who of yep. the Sherlock series, like the Moriarty yep. type villain, um, which are my fucking favorite kinds of villains. Oh, that's so, why I need to watch Doctor Who because you would love the Master. He gave me a lot of the Master vibes. Like the okay, the ma- yeah. He he was in control of the entire situation. Like he was just chilling in the back of his chair, just kind of like, all right, this is what's gonna happen. This is what's happening, and this is what happened. What are you gonna do about it? I mean, and I was it in was, it. It was literally like a battle of wits type situation. Yeah, like this. Like it was literally like pick your poison. This is I'm gonna lay it out for you, and you. You get to decide. Like, he didn't give a yeah. fuck. It was just so... It's such a mind fuck. It was so cool. Mm-hmm. I literally... I love those kinds of... Like, if the WandaVision finale had been, like, exclusively Vision's little <laughs> ethical diatribe with himself... Yeah. Yeah, I would have been infinitely happier. I'm cool. I'm cool with that. I'm cool. I am. I am always cool with characters exploring something within themselves through the use of conversation. I am yes. always down for that. Yeah. And what I what I really loved about the way Kang like kind of like carried himself in this conversation, it was the it was the way the direction of the episode kind of like took shape. How you had the camera like slowly zooming in as he's making a point, and then pulling back out as he's like finishing his point. It almost felt like we were kind of like dancing in this symphony of oh yeah he's he's explaining like the 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 creation of the universe the creation of his timeline and you're just kind of like well what else happened i was hypnotized i was literally hypnotized it was almost as if the camera was trying to hypnotize you in the middle of this monologue people said that they were bored and i literally was like how like it was so captivating listening it was like i like i literally felt like like it, as those characters you get a chance to meet god and god yes. is explaining how he created the universe like how are you not interested yes in that i i was i loved it and, and I then mean, it I was thought, also go ahead I, I was just gonna say i thought it was also really amazing because 
they built this entire series up with the ominous timekeepers and they're scary yeah. and oh it's like it's so terrifying and they get to the castle it's like oh we're going into this big castle and we had seen those shots from the trailer where he's walking down that ominous deserted like hallway mm-hmm. and then we get the jump scare with this minutes and then the second we meet kang it's like that's not what this is going to be like if yep. this isn't yep. some big scary thing this is deeper than that it's right more contemplative um yeah and i i loved that bait and switch i thought it was so cleverly done it, it it definitely gave me the vibes i've said this in a preview in episode i want to say it was episode three with lamentus whatever episode lamentus was on i want to say that yeah. was that was three and i already said that episode gave me wizard of oz vibes right yes. where they yeah. meet the timekeepers they're fake but then we got the same thing wizard of oz vibes where they find kang and he's just kind of sitting there just kind of like well you found me it's like the the curtain is pulled but he's not just kind of like oh my god i've been caught that's what they thought there's even a scene where still where loki says we won we caught you and he's just like no you kind of didn't like you know like i'm way more powerful than you can imagine like i've been doing this for a long time i know everything that you're about to do and then not only does he like give us that wizard of oz like i am the all-powerful thing like you think i'm god i could be the devil We'll find out at the end of this episode. But there's also a hint of like, I I kept going back to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory in a way. Yes. Because he also gives them like, I've been doing this a long time, man. I'm old and I'm tired of doing this shit and I'm going to leave the choice up to you. I There needs to be a successor, but I'm going to leave it entirely up to you. And I just dug just kind of like the blending of that kind of tone because it did set itself up to be, oh, I'm Kang, big scary villain. But he's just kind of like, no, I'm just a dude who's just been doing this for a long time because you guys don't know it, but I've kind of been keeping you guys safe for a millennia. <laughs> yeah. You know what? What else it reminds me of is Ozymandias from Watchmen. Oh, yes, um, yes. Because very, very much those vibes of like, I'm, I know what's best for everyone. Um, yes. Yes, there's going to be death and destruction, but it's for the greater good. It's like bigger a, than you. A practical way of like reducing human life to an equation you know right right and then you can tell from his like isolation that he's gone a little bit <laughs> a little bit cuckoo up there yeah um but i mean that it just makes him more interesting and more compelling like i was fascinated honestly i'm sad that we're not going to see this version of kang again i think it was right. absolutely perfect for this show and mm-hmm. i i said today that i i love the way that they did this with kang being a variant the first time we meet him right right it's it's a villain it's like it's the big big boss for this show for this season right. of this show and a way of introducing the villain into the mcu but it's what we're going to see is going to be completely different it's going to be a yeah. different variant a different version and he might be terrifying he might still be like i have uh, no doubt yeah i mean it's yeah he, he's I, gonna I be scarier yeah i think he's gonna be scary i think that it was the perfect way to introduce this version of i think it's a perfect way to hint at the king the conqueror that we all know and love while introducing this one because he is just kind of like yeah i'm doing something that's awful but this is bigger than you know any one being's experience and loki even realizes that when he says this is bigger than our own individual experience yeah the fact that sylvie couldn't catch on to that makes me really upset but (laughs) he's just kind of he's just sitting here saying he lays out there are versions of me and you've seen what I can do that are more terrifying. I'm the one who came out on top, but there are versions of me that will scare you to death. And I'm keeping those boogeymen at bay. Yeah. And we're going to, and we're now that he's gone, we're going to get that boogeyman. Right. Well, and and it, I think it's that's, full on unleashed. 
it's just so cool too because I think everyone has been you know wondering for such a long time how how is the MCU gonna top Infinity War? How are they gonna top Thanos? <laughs> yeah, like, you know the first time we got a glimpse of Thanos, it was like ominous. It was like oh that yeah. guy looks that guy means fucking business. Um, and this is just such the exact opposite yeah. introduction for the big ba- big bad. You know like a kooky Willy Wonka version of him. It's just, yeah. I, I, I'm obsessed. I love it so much. I know that I am a fan of some of the weirder stuff that the MCU does. Like I love the Mandarin <laughs> twist, but I just really think that these more interesting storytelling devices, Yeah. I, I, I don't get bored, you know, like it I feels more real for sure. Yeah. It and feels I mean, more I don't, real. I don't want to copycat Thanos. Like I don't want them to, I don't want the MCU to no. just do what they did again. Diff- slightly different you know i'm glad that they're right. taking it in a bigger weirder direction here like to like piggyback off of your um point about like the thanos introduction because i feel like we're definitely going to talk about this but we also need to get into our full like rundown of the episode i yes. just want to talk about this really quick because i have to <laughs> fucking people who are saying who were who were saying and are still saying they never said his name Kang. Do you oh really God. think like if they introduced Kang this early, like why would they inter- like people won't know who he is? Da da da. Guys, you do realize that when we first saw Thanos in Avengers, the first one, 2012, all there was no name drop. He just turned around, he smiled, boom, big bad setup. Everybody it wasn't even Josh Brolin at the time. Wasn't even Josh Brolin. It was <laughs> I think his name was like uh, Sydney Potier, not Sydney Potier, but I believe it was Potier something. But he also made an appearance in Captain America Civil War. But he, like, why do you need everything to be, why do you think everything needs to be spelled out? Audiences are smart enough to see something and say, what the hell was that? I need to figure this out. And that's exactly what happened. The number one search term, I am very confident in this, the number one search term in Google after that end credit scene was Thanos. Or who was the big purple guy? Yeah. Yeah, And Thanos was the answer. So, even if Kang's name wasn't even dropped, there are going to be people who are going to be, who is Jonathan Majors playing? And they're going to find the articles that Jonathan Majors confirmed as Kang the Conqueror in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. And they can make that connection because he's already held our hands and saying, oh, there are different variant versions of himself. So all these people saying, oh, they didn't introduce Kang the Conqueror because like he, they wouldn't say his name because this actually isn't. Shut up. It's Kang. It's like, it's the equivalent of saying that the, our version of Loki that we're getting in the Loki series is not Loki because he's a variant. No, it's still Loki. Sylvie is a Loki. What the Lokis with president Loki, kid Loki, boastful Loki, classic Loki, they're Loki. They're just different versions. So yeah. don't sit up here and say, that's not King the Conqueror. It is. It's just a different yes. version of him who will cause himself a mortis. Is a different, is, in the comics, he's just a different a ver- King variant, I think. Um, you know? The, the, it's the other one. The, the one, Iron Lad? He who, he who Remains. Is, he Who is Remains. He's originally not King, but they blended those characters yep. for the show, which I think they, it was a brilliant choice. I think it makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah, uh, I, I even called out that uh, in episode five, there was the Avengers Tower that had Q-E-N-G on it, spelling Kang. Yep. And that was the company of, I can't remember his name, I said it in the video, but that is an alias of Kang the Conqueror. And all of a yeah. sudden, people who just, I feel like people who just feel like they need to be right or need to prove us wrong or something are just trying to grasp that straws and say, Oh, well, they wouldn't introduce Kane the Conqueror so early, so they never, so that's not really him. Shut the fuck up. He literally refers to himself as a conqueror and refers to those versions of himself as himself. So, sorry if you're offended, but that's what it, it is what it I is. Mean, we have 
we've been waiting for them to do the event ever since WandaVision. We were like, WandaVision's going to be the thing that breaks the multiverse. Yep. And then yep. Falcon and Winter Soldier came out and they started talking about the blip and we were like, I don't know. I mean, maybe they're going to do it in this. Like, maybe they're going to bring it up here. And then yeah. Loki showed up and they started talking about the TVA and it was just like, okay, we we know that it's happening. Like, we've been literally, building it up. Building it up. All of the movies that are coming out this year seem like they're going to be full on multiverse. So, it's not surprising that it's happening yeah. before to set it up. I don't Writing know why people are so hesitant. Yeah, like people are like, I guess it's because we've been waiting for so long and Marvel has like bait and switched so many times. Yeah. Um, if they would have did it again, I would have threw my fucking shit. I oh would have like. <laughs> Especially with this show. With like this yeah. show that's explicitly talking about multiple timelines. Like the first episode, they literally yeah. said the words. Uh, multiverse of madness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They literally said though that was literally what they said when they're like, describing Nexus events and everything. Just, I'm like, like, you okay, cannot yeah, drop. This is gonna be the one. Like, of we, we talked about this. Like, you can't drop literally, literally four to five Kang references and not have Kang like show up in some capacity. Plus, we know that <laughs> Kang is coming. Like, he's we already know. cast. It's already we gonna know. be in a movie next year. Like. I don't. I don't understand. If people want to say it's the next Mephisto. We were like, no, it's not at all. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. But, I want to. Yeah. I want to. I want to talk to you about something. I want to. I want to blow your mind a little bit about the opening of the episode. So you know how like when we see like the Marvel logo and we start to hear the voices of all the different Marvel characters, which is fucking amazing. Like I yeah. don't know why I got so much joy from hearing that, but the, I, I think there's a reason why there we've been we've been hearing voices throughout that entire opening because it went from the avengers to listening to greta thunberg and nelson mandela's voice came in and we just heard all these different voices right so what i'm thinking is the reason why we were hearing these voices is because these are the voices that were on like the main timeline not only that these are super influential voices in the in the main timelines history right the avengers are obviously like main forces like the tva knows exactly who they are like they're famous all across the universe whatever but then you have like figures like nelson mandela who's like a very influential figure in the in the annals of history greta thunberg who's still writing her story very influential figure in the annals of history you name it like all these people are talking did you realize that the very last voice that was that came up with Sylvie's voice telling Loki to open his eyes. And the reason I think this is because and the reason is that this was alluding to Sylvie being the new influential figure in its history because she's the one who fucking broke the multiverse. I mean, that <laughs> definitely tracks. That's yeah. Because yeah. she was the last one. She was the yeah. very last one before the multiverse cracked and she was the cause of that one. I mean, yeah. I, I saw somebody somebody mentioned this to me today as well, that for season two, it's going to be really interesting because Sylvie has been on this mission this whole life, her whole life, saying that the TVA are, you know, dictators, authoritarian, mm-hmm. fascists. Um, but she's the one, she's the one that's solely responsible now yep. for ending it and... Probably letting loose these other versions of Kang onto the timeline. So it's like she she took that responsibility onto herself. You're right. Mm. She's the one that made the decision. She's the one that changed everything permanently. And like, I'm really interested to see. I hope they take her character in that direction where she has to wrestle with what that decision mm-hmm. means because it is free will. But yeah. it's like, 
at what at what cost? Like, there's it seems like it's going to be. And here's the other thing that I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. I this has got to be like their long term plan. Like this is. I, I cannot believe that people were like, how are they going to wrap this up? Because it's like, <laughs> what do you mean? How are they going to ra- like, it's even if, right. even if it wasn't getting a second season, none of this is getting wrapped up. Like they're yeah, going no. into multiple movies. I think it's going to be, it, this could be in the next decade of films is surrounding yeah. this stuff. Like that would be insane. Awesome. <laughs> Insanely awesome. I, no, absolutely. Like I'm, I'm like, I, I honestly, there's just so much that this event can lead to for yeah. one like not only can not only do we get multiple versions of kang like just kind of like running around like wreaking havoc or maybe we just get the one kang who conquers them all and becomes the king the conqueror that we know and love but we also could get new characters from different universes pop up which is yes. what we're expecting with spider-man no way home where we have Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, Alfred Molina is Doc Ock, you know, Jamie Foxx is Electro. This 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 thing that we're in the midst of is going to be fucking bonkers because this can also like bring in a, a universe where who knows the Fantastic Four is part of or maybe yes. there's a universe filled with mutants or maybe there's a, it, it could just explain so much. I so am so much. excited because people have been asking me forever because I love the X-Men so much how I want the MCU to bring in the X-Men and I had thought about a lot of different ways that I, mm-hmm. you know, that I would like, but this completely changes the game. I really never thought, I mean, recently it's been more and more like uh, something that we can consider, but up right. until very recently, I never thought that this would be like something that we could do is just say, oh, well, in this universe, all of these characters exist and they just can cross over, but they right. can literally do that. Like we could have like comic book accurate Magneto because yeah. he's just existed in a different timeline the same way you know like we can have all of these characters in theory and even like i you know there's there's so many characters that i want to see and especially if the x-men i would i really want to see yeah them oh, well absolutely but imagine if we had this conversation on an earlier episode i think where i was like imagine if we start a, they started a film that's like in a different like it's just in yeah. a different universe like yeah. the x-men just exists there and then imagine yeah. at the end they come to the MCU or something like mm-hmm. that'd be insane. I, I pitched a Fantastic Four movie that would deal with that exact same thing, where it's a universe where the Avengers don't exist, but the Fantastic Four exists, and their Baxter Building is in the same place as the Avengers Tower. And you can have this whole movie set in their universe, and the end of the movie sees them, you know, fall through the multiverse of madness, like whether it incurs and like crushes in on itself or whatever. But somehow at the end of the movie, they end up in the main MCU timeline that we know. And the just so happens Avengers Tower is open for sale and they're just kind of, okay, hey, like, let's just go back to work. And I now mean, we have the Fantastic Four in the universe. Anything it's, is possible. Anything is fucking possible. It's, like, so, it's, it's so cool. It's such a cool time to be a comic book man. I know. And then, like, we can just also get these fun standalone stories that are not connected to the mcu like we can get a spider gwen story like a live action spider gwen story could be fucking rad as well you know like this allows marvel to just play around like it especially allows marvel to kind of like definitely build a little bit more of a cohesive fusion with the sony uh, universe because even though we've seen uh michael keaton as vulture show up in the mobius morbius trailer it still feels separate to me. It, like the whole yeah. Venom thing, it just still kind of feels separate. Now they could just easily play it off and say like, it's a different universe because you know fucking Sylvie killed Kang and broke the multiverse and those type of things. So it's it's a lot going on. Now I want to also talk about this moment that 
was very uh it was anticlimactic for me like this was probably the weakest part of the episode for me and that was the whole mobius and renslayer tete-a-tete the whole you betrayed me i betrayed you you betrayed me it's just it for me i was like okay you guys have literally had this conversation at least three times yeah um mobius mobius literally gets his ass handed to him so quick fast and in a hurry it made it made me audibly laugh so hard (laughs) he said oh you think i won't get you okay one kick down on the ground and he just he looked exactly like john walker when he got beat up by the door milaje it had that same fucking vibe and i just thought to myself like damn it mobius i was really rooting for you (laughs) and you just let her go just like where are you gonna go (laughs) i mean i i do i love seeing like how much of a threat Renslayer is because she, she I, I hope that she becomes a bigger part of the story. Like mm-hmm. I'm really hopeful that she'll, you know, team up with Kang. I'm, I'm sure it's won't, it won't be a hundred percent comic accurate, but I think that right. it'd be cool to see her take a, you know, a similar role to, to what she has in the comics. Um, right. But yeah, I do feel like they were trying to like push this relationship onto us, this Mobius yeah. Ravona relationship yeah. for the whole series. That yeah. felt way more forced than Loki Sylvie to me. Like, yeah. Even if it wasn't, even if it wasn't romantic, even if it was just friends, it never, it never felt like true friendship. Like it always felt like you're trying to schmooze your boss, you know? Kind yeah. Of situation. Like it yeah. was like it never. So when they were like, oh, you know, betrayal and, <laughs> and you, you know, we've been friends for eons. It's I was like, just like, she's like, your boss, bro. Yeah, they never seemed to have like a that close of a relationship yeah it really just seemed like to me it seemed like it was supposed to be yeah to me it seems like it was po- supposed to be romantic but they like the yeah. writers just like nixed it at the last minute so they just threw in lines about friendship multiple yeah. times like oh friendship like ours is hard to find it's like who talks like that first off you know like, like it, it seemed like they were maybe pushing for like a will they won't they thing or like oh there's yeah. always been chemistry here but it's like it just it didn't we don't we didn't know anything about them other than their roles in the TVA, and it just felt like a working right. relationship. Like, I mean, now we know that Renslayer was a, a teacher in Ohio, I guess, or a principal in, in Ohio. <laughs> That's as best as we. I, checks out. I, but yeah. Principal Renslayer sounds fucking dope, though. Like, it do, as it a name, Principal Renslayer. Like, <laughs> holy shit! Like, oh, I would do anything that principal acts because that name is just fucking banger uh but i ought like i really did just go i was watching it and i'm pretty sure somebody has a recording of this because i went live when i did it and when i saw her walk out in that classroom i was like like she was a teacher like i don't know what it was about like knowing where she really came from and like the guy kind of finding out and there's just this moment of just what the fuck like that's that's judge renslayer like teaching fifth grade or some shit like it just gave me funny vibes it's crazy too because she she's the one that had that pen in her office and she's the one that was yeah. like, no, it's nothing. So you, you have to wonder, like, she seemed to know more than everybody else. Like, did she know that she was a variant? Like, yeah. Cause it seemed like, I mean, again, she did not seem that surprised when the thing with the timekeepers happened. Uh huh. It seems like she might've been more aware of what was going on than she ever let right. on. And I, I think that people, you know, this is what people mean when they're like, oh, like it didn't answer any of our questions, which yeah. I, I can get that frustration because I have a lot of questions. But again, I personally think that a lot of that reaction comes from people who truly are not really in the practice of watching t- 
television, like yeah. before streaming was a thing. You right. Know? Right. Because like it, instant gratification. TV, this is what it was. It was you string people along, you give them a little bit of information to keep them watching. Like everyone right. was like, after this finale, everyone was like, oh, it just uh, it just feels like they're just setting up the next phase of the MCU. And it's like, well, this is a continuing series. And the job of a continuing series, even if they exist outside of a big cinematic universe, right. is season, each season sets up the next season to continue. Right. Like it's, Yes, it's all setting it's all setting itself up to continue. We'll get that's, the answers. You just have to watch season two. Yeah, <laughs> that's the, that's the whole point of the whole damn thing. And like, it and I I'm okay with like not getting the answers to everything. Like I'm I'm okay with a with an ambiguous ending. Now yeah. I do I I do want to know if Renslayer always knew or not. I do want to know yeah. why she was just so just kind of like even after finding out this hard-hitting devastating truth that shook everyone in the tva she it she was clearly shaken but she was still just kind of this is all i know this is all i know to do and it must be for a good reason and so i i just kept telling myself like she is really on kang's sack and she doesn't even know this man like she hasn't (laughs) even laid eyes on this man she is all over him and you know the whole the whole line that she has when uh, she says uh, freedom, like free will is just like a foreign thing to her at this point. She says free will. The only people who get to know free will is the one up top, the one in charge. And so yeah. when Mobius asks her, where are you going? She says to find free will. So I think that's her literally making a plan to go find King the Conqueror and pretty much be by his side yeah. to do whatever his bid against because she truly believes it. It's all she knows. And I think she's one of those characters who she's more afraid of having her own free will than uh than like you know being under being stifled by the order of somebody else she would much rather live under the boot of someone else than actually be free to make her own decisions hence why like you know you find this super hard this heavy thing and everyone's just saying oh we can do whatever we want she's just like yeah i don't want to do that where's where's the uh where's messa at where's where's messa <laughs> <laughs> you know so I mean, it it was fun. yeah it, it definitely it fits in the vibes with like the fascism and like religious commentary blind um, faith of like yeah these people who just justify their actions uh yeah. in service of a you know higher power greater force that kind of thing right um I, I think the character you know is very interesting but i do i do think that we only got six episodes like even though it's a continuing series it's it's a short format season and i do think that yeah. like you can't expect to to learn everything especially in a show like this that starts out being like what's what's the mystery what's happening Mm -hmm. um i do i think that it's very common for for fans of like doctor who and like um sci-fi television um that that have concepts like this 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 is this is very common like it it reminded me of shows like fringe you know which i got it and lost like you know like shows that like literally every single finale of lost made you more confused yes. than ever yes. like <laughs> yes. just, and lost didn't have the great ending overall but they had some really good seasons there in the beginning yeah, yeah i stopped um, the season two when they took uh walt and then the whole thing was like where's walt um, yeah i think i think after like season three is when it 
really steeply dropped off but um yeah (laughs) (laughs) it was really good for a while there yeah but you know you can't uh i mean that's also a problem like the i believe the writers didn't know where they were going as they were writing it they were just kind of like writing it like oh where it ends we they didn't have an ending in mind where the mcu i have no doubt that they have some type of end goal in game if you will in mind for what's happening with uh, their characters. We just don't know what it is yet, and they'll be damned if they're going to give you an answer to that in the third MCU show when we've literally only had the first movie that just came out last week weekend for the MCU, and this is only the third show that we've gotten. Yeah. They're not going to give you all the answers, especially when that show is getting a season two. Yeah, We're going we're gonna to learn. It's all about that patience. It's all about the patience. Um, remember, guys, we went through... 11 years of the MCU before we finally got the the Thanos battle for the for the planet for the universe. So we can we can do it again. I believe in us. Um I got to ask you like <laughs> did you did you trust Miss Minutes at all? Like did you trust her? No. I mean, I didn't trust the TVA at all. Like yeah. from the jump. And and Miss Minutes she's more like autonomous than I thought she was. Yeah. Like I was definitely thinking that she was more um of some kind of like sentient program which it still seems like she probably is um but i'm interested to see if she shows up again in season two because i would think that she would be tied to that version of kang to the immortus or whatever you want to call him um but i don't know she does seem to exist on some kind of different plane so i i I thought i mean tara strong did a great job that character was absolutely yeah so quirky and charming but also like quite ominous like it was she it was creeped such me a nice out addition. i'm not gonna lie miss minutes <laughs> creeped me the fuck out like there's something about miss minutes that's just very like if i like think about this if you <laughs> i saw this first i saw this uh post on uh instagram where someone was looking through a peephole and it's like one of those kind of like for i don't know why it was like in black and white like an old camera but on the porch it was miss minutes like looking like it looked like it was like midnight or some shit it's just miss minutes just kind of like hey hey (laughs) y'all and i'm just thinking to myself like imagine you're like up at night you hear you feel a tug on your leg you you open your eyes and it's fucking miss minutes in the goddamn dark just smiling at you fuck that and i don't deal with shit like that and i i feel like (laughs) i can't punch it i can't do anything physical to it so i'm i I know i'm calling miss minutes it but i just Miss Minutes just creeps me out, man. Like, she just never really... Oh, yeah. Like, I never... I, like, she's cute. Like, I get it. But children are cute. And then ghost children are not. So, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I don't, no, I don't I mean, want she, any parts of she it. Was, she ended up being, like, legitimately scarier than Kang. Because yeah. Kang's character ended up being, you know, what he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that Miss Minutes, like, even, like... Like when her eyes would narrow a bit. I hated it. She was like, okay. <laughs> no. Like, oh my God. It was not okay. good. Especially when like uh when uh Loki and Sylvie decide like their fates are their own. And then she goes, Well, good luck with that. And then she yeah. disappears. I was like, Oh Jesus Christ. I mean <laughs> How do you not she, shit your pants? Like even a god, I was shitting my pants. She doesn't she fuck was... around like at all. So but yeah, so we got we got some more reveals throughout this thing. So there's been a lot of like speculation as to like the ending, right? And Loki being pushed through the portal by Sylvie with the what I like to call the Jon Snow maneuver, just making out with someone and then betraying them in the worst way. And I thought Loki was gonna die. I thought he was gonna get stabbed and we were gonna get a terrible season eight. But <laughs> just just uh like Loki ending up in this new like TBA, so to speak. 
I have two, one of two theories when it comes to that. So obviously when Loki sees Mobius and B, Hunter B-15, they don't know who he is. And he sees a new statue and instead of like a timekeeper, it's Kang. Preferably, uh, most likely Kang the Conqueror that we know. So my theories is one, either he got pushed through a time and he landed at an earlier time of the TVA, which makes sense, but it doesn't make sense because the TVA exists outside of space and time. So they don't have like a linear kind of thing. Um, but then my other theory is that since Loki got pushed through that portal after the uh, sacred timeline started to branch off, he landed in a different timeline because if he would have got pushed before it branched off, he would have landed on the one sacred timeline, right? Yeah. Meaning he would have seen the Mobius that he knew. But since he la- since you know it branched off, he landed in another one. That's like my theory of what yeah. happened, you know? So now there's oh, like yeah. multiple TVAs, I guess. I definitely think that he's like in a different timeline. Like for sure, I think that they showed they showed those timelines just <laughs> taking the fuck off. Like it was just, <laughs> going there's, crazy. There's already there's already thousands just in the first second of their existence. So yeah, yeah. I, I definitely assumed that he got pushed into an alternate timeline um, of the TVA where Mobius and Hunter Fifteen don't know him and Kang openly ran the tva as himself as the conqueror instead of um, making this grand charade um and honestly i know that we're speculating seeing loki in other mcu projects but Mm -hmm. i wouldn't be surprised if it was like a different version of loki and this version of loki like doesn't necessarily rejoin the timeline that we are familiar with i'm cool with that yeah like it seems like they're setting up this show to be like its own little journey um Mm. and i really wouldn't be surprised like especially now that we've got multiverse of madness and there's going to be different versions of characters left and right i would not be surprised if like our loki doesn't really meet up with the the characters that we know in the in the main the main timeline now i guess i don't know you know (laughs) what that sounds like now you know what that sounds like it's doctor who i mean right yes yeah yeah I mean, because he, they're setting everything up. Like, it could we could get Kid Loki in the main timeline. Yep. We could get. I'm I'm still holding out hope that at some point we will see Lady Sif as um. Oh uh, yeah. As la- the actual Lady Loki, I would love that mm-hmm. because be I great. do. I my one criticism of this show overall I, is I do think that their execution and like the representation for gender fluid and oh, yeah. the the queer representation was lacking in general. But I also think that like people people heard him you know admit to being bisexual and they just ran with it as though disney was just gonna do a complete 180 (laughs) and be like let's make everything gay and it's like what do you expect though like i'm not saying that it's an excuse they absolutely need to improve representation right but i just i just feel like people started expecting things that were never gonna happen you know like right so yeah i mean yeah Here's the here's the thing because like I saw this very great video where someone was describing how the uh, the minutes of Loki's bisexuality is a good thing but it's not like necessarily a great thing, and it was because obviously it, they did it they did lip service to it but yeah. they didn't do it in kind of like character. He's she's it was this creator pretty much said you mean to tell me that Loki had his back against the wall tied up by the TVA and he did not once try to flirt with Mobius 
not once to try and get himself out of it. You do not once see him like look at check out a guy's butt or something like that. Like, like, cause it's Loki. It's it's fucking Loki. Like Loki has like sex appeal, and we know it. So it's just kind of like Loki, especially being like the god of like deception. He would have pulled out every last fucking stop that it took to like get out of there. So yeah. like she said, like the fact that we didn't get any of those things just shows that at this current time Disney is more is willing to pay that lip service but this is probably like this is this is the third time that off the top of my head where it's just one scene or one quick admittance like Loki says that you know he's had princes and princesses you got the Star Wars kiss scene that's in the background you got uh uh the Beauty and the Beast scene where two men just look at each other longingly for half a second it's like there needs to come a time and I feel like you know uh, Eternals is going to break that trend with the character of Fastos, but there needs to come a time when you do have, and obviously we had a short, but it's in the name. It's a short out and he turns into a dog, but <laughs> it, it's about time that there is a full character that's allowed to be, that's part of the LGBT community. That's allowed to be themselves throughout the entirety of a show of a movie, of a, even a short, just, what's taking us so long to make this happen and like i love disney i want to go on record like i I love you guys come on i watch all your shit (laughs) but i just this is just a genuine question what is taking so long yeah i mean it it was i mean the, the gender fluid aspect particularly is disappointing it's been disappointing since the beginning of the show because they they put that out there and then um you know choosing to make sylvie some kind of special variant because right. she's female and none of the other variants have ever the only female of a female and they don't you know no one no one actually swaps genders ever um right. that's not gender that that doesn't represent gender fluidity right, right. um and it it also feels really weird that like even if the other Loki variants weren't gender fluid and Lo- and Sylvie was, let's say, transsexual. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, like, why is it so baffling to them? Like, why, like, yeah. why would there only be one? And why are they like, oh, like, oh, woman, that's crazy. It's crazy that there's right. a woman variant of us. And I mentioned mean, trans, transgender earlier, not transsexual. Um, although with, with Loki, it's confusing because he's magic. right. Right. Um, there's like, magic there's throws like, a wrench in all of it different terms for him because like he can literally like change his molecular yeah. structure so it's just bizarre um but yeah it's uh it, it was just it was just it, it is it is really bad gender for even even yeah. if you want to say as a bisexual in a hetero in a you know a relationship that can be perceived as heteronormative mm-hmm. that is technically still representation right. um but the the gender fluid of it all just felt really. It was just bad. It was just bad. Yeah. It was, it was not, it <laughs> just say it. Way. It was bad. Yeah. It was terrible. I didn't like it. It needs to I, be put under the jail. I will say that I've had people say that like it's ruined the character forever, ruined that part no. of his character forever, and I'm like, no. I mean, I no. I think that there are ways that they can still fix it. There are ways yeah. that they can still you know introduce other variants in the multiverse that you know present in different ways mm-hmm. and have you know having to have different aspects of them that more embrace this like fluidity of the character right. um but yeah so i i think i don't think it's like ruined forever but i, I right. do understand people's frustration because it, it is it is pretty hollow it, it, look 
the doctor is gen- the doctor from Doctor Who is gender fluid, and it took them fifty years to confirm it. Fifty years. Yeah. It came out in nineteen sixty three, and it wasn't until two thousand and eighteen, I want to say, where he finally became a woman. So it's you know it, there there's still time. I feel like there's always still going to be time, especially for this iteration of the character. It's all good with that, but. Uh, with uh, I can't really speak to the gender fluidity because I know that Loki in Norse mythology and in the comics he's gender fluid and I think I understand that a little like what that means a little bit I definitely need to be educated a little bit more so I won't speak on it but from what I'm hearing from just like the community at large there is some lack of uh, proper representation on that front and again I just want to know like what is taking so long when it comes to uh, this character of Loki, because if anything, this is the show to do it. And yeah. now that you have a season two and you are hearing these people talk about it, you have no, there's definitely no excuse now. There's absolutely yeah. no excuse. So that's something that we definitely want to see. And we're going to get, season. To, we're gonna get more timelines. There's going to be yeah. more opportunities for more variants. Like I just, I think it's something that just could have been so easy for them to do properly. And it, I don't know if it's because they are scared of backlash because unfortunately there is still, so much resistance to um, representation for people like this, which is really unfortunate. Um, The entire queer community. I mean, really it's even, you know, there's, there's backlash against even, even the (laughs) the things that we talked about earlier, a couple casing in the background, you know, so a moment that you can forget five seconds after you've seen it, there's still backlash to that kind of thing, which is insane. People are still Um, talking about it. We're still talking about it because, (laughs) you know, but, so I don't uh, know if it's I don't know if it's fear from that or or if it's just that they haven't they don't feel like they've found the right opportunity yet. But I mm-hmm. think that the opportunity is now, and right, I think that right. there's there's a million ways that they could improve it going forward. And I also want to I also want to point out, and not to like sorry if this is like a separate thing, but I feel like it <laughs> might be the same because like when it comes to like the Loki, just like representation wise, how there's one female Loki, just one, just yeah, just just one out of infinite amount of Lokis, there's one female Loki. There was also just maybe two black Lokis, like and, and like one one that was like a main Loki, like boastful Loki. Like imagine meeting the other Lokis and then going, some one of these things is not like the other, you know. <laughs> and then the other Loki looks like, like I hate to, he looks like Snoop Dogg mixed with Loke Dog. Like did you did you see that version? Like he, for he appeared at first as a hologram. Oh, the one that had like. His horns were like hair. It was bra- they're, they're yeah, like he br- it was braids. Yeah. Yeah. So he looked like Snoop Dogg. And I was just kind of like, so two black Lokis and that's the other one? Like, you know, like, <laughs> like I'm not, and I'm not sitting here saying like I'm offended. I was just kind of like, huh, like of all the multiverse like this, we're still the minority, huh? Like, you know, just kind of, <laughs> it was just very, it was just, it's just something I just wanted to point out. Like, I don't know if like I'm mad about it. I don't think I am. I'm just kind of like, I think it's an interesting, interesting thing to point out. I but, mean, there was, there was some guy in my comments as soon as we saw Boastful Loki and he was like, Loki's not black. And I oh, was like, Jesus. I mean, he, he is canonically <laughs> right there. And like every, right there. everybody came for this dude. They were like, mm, it's right there. But like, <laughs> They made a fucking alligator Loki, and people still and have it. Still the black with a black guy. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? I just that some, is some people really have their priorities just all I over the place. I do you ever like run into stupidity so stupid that like it makes you happy? Like, you know, it's like, it's almost <laughs> like finding a new form of entertainment. It's almost just kind of like finding a new show, and it's just kind of 
I'm going to have so much fun with you. Like, I just oh, want to know yeah. what else you know. It's like that scene in How I Met Your Mother where Katy Perry makes a guest <laughs> appearance and she's like supremely stupid. And like they, they call her honey because every time she says something, they will go, oh, honey. Like, so I just <laughs> <laughs> so so when I hear those type of comments, I just go, oh, <laughs> you're no, so I dumb. Mean- I'm sure I'm sure this has happened to you before, but like I've had I've started like interacting with people in my comments occasionally and they don't understand that I'm making fun of them or that other people are making fun of them. And they'll just be like, yeah. um, actually, you're wrong. Like they'll, be, they'll say something stupid and then I will say something stupid back to them making fun of them. And they'll be like, that is not correct. And I'm like, yeah, you're right, bud. You're right. Yep. We're not going to get further than this i can tell <laughs> oh my gosh i just like i just like alluding to things i like alluding to things like i was dealing with the racism in my comments and i was just kind of like man that hood must be very tight huh and he was like hood are you applying that i'm part of the kkk and i just said yep definitely constricting that brain i never tell them what i'm referring to and he's just kind of like how oh, did you're calling me racist all I said was you're wearing a hood, man. That's all I'm saying. Like it's it's nice, it's it, tall. You assuming that is you the was, racist thing. Why it, is it really is about race? <laughs> <laughs> Why you got to bring politics into this, man? <laughs> I'm saying we're the best. We're the best at what we do. I'm proud of us. <laughs> I, I really, I, I will say this for myself. I've gotten so much better at trolling trolls in my time yes. on the internet. It's oh, become yeah. a bit of an art form. I love it. <laughs> it. It hardens you. You get so many at some point. You just have to like, you know, you just have you, you develop a skill for it. Yeah. Well, cool. But what do you think? Well, what do you give this Loki episode out of five? If you was to give it straw hats. Okay. If I was to give it straw hats, I, I would probably give it like a 4.3. I really. It's pretty good. I really loved it. I think that I think that there I think that there are things that I I could I would have changed. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I think it was just super strong and really compelling and it's just fun. Like really, and I'm I'm a sci-fi nut. I love sci-fi, so this is right. right up my alley. Right. Cool. I think I would give it like probably like a four point five out of five. Yeah. Like I feel like that that whole five is just you know you could trim that Renslayer Mobius type stuff like. Uh, yeah, it could be considered like a lot of talking that's happening, but I kind of was captivated by it. It's honestly one of my favorite parts. Uh, but also it did, it did like end, like there was going to be another episode. (laughs) So I was just kind (laughs) of like, I was like more, more. So, you know, but I think 4.5 is like kind of like the sweet spot of where I would put it. I can't get it to six. And when I I feel like I I can't get it somewhere, that's when I'm like, okay, it's, it's that, it's the other one. Yeah. Yeah. we were gonna get an end credit scene that was going to like like if we got like an end credit scene with like mobius in the main timeline or something i think that would have really cinched it i think that that would have made a lot of people more happy but it's you know small changes really i I just tiny stuff yeah if he would have landed in like the quantum realm on chronopolis or something that would have been like i would like okay great like close the loop instead it was just like we're out and i'm just like wait wait a minute (laughs) we probably won't see this for like two years what's going on (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but okay great that is our loki finale episode like yes. i'm probably gonna watch it again afterwards uh, yeah I, I need to for sure all right so we have uh questions from our geeks out there where do you do you have any uh questions jstubes like on your phone I, do. I don't yeah yeah I, I pulled one up here that i think is perfect for this episode so sweet um Vic dunn asked us uh have you ever felt judged for liking marvel and marvel movies he says i know i have 
for it, or maybe she i don't know they they said that they you you know what that's a good question because like it feels like that happened so long ago it feels like it happened like it feels like it happened like i know it happened but it feels like i get more praise for liking marvel and things like that than i get judged i don't really think i get judged i think i'm more uh it's more of like eye rolls and it's not even like a judging eye roll it's like here he goes again with that type of thing like how do you get (laughs) so obsessed with this with these type of things and it's just kind of everybody's into what they're into and you know you roll your eyes for different reasons but i don't think it's like in a judging way it's more just like oh my god like shut up so (laughs) but i think i would say probably 2000 2008 2009 yeah i definitely probably got judged in that time period especially after that in credit scene where nobody gave a fuck about the Avengers or Nick Fury or any of those things that were just kind of like, what, what is, what, who cares, bro? Like, oh my it's God, just a movie. People were like, why are you like, you're going to wait for the whole credits. Like, come on, let's, <laughs> let's just leave. It's not that big of a deal. And now you're waiting for the end credits of Paddington too. So <laughs> literally, <laughs> well, 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 how well, well, the well. turntables have. <laughs> <laughs> See, we're the top dogs now. We're not rich, but we're the top dogs. No, it's it's probably the same for me. I think like when I was in when I was in high school and stuff, I definitely feel like. And then like when when Iron Man came out, like I right. was very excited, and a lot of people around me were like, "You're you're too excited for this." Like <laughs> like this was a good yeah. movie, but like you could just take it down a few yeah. notches. Yeah. Um, you know, and so like I like you know I went to Comic Con and stuff a few years. Uh, so other people who weren't in those circles, even when it was becoming more mainstream, would right. I think be a little bit eh. but for the most part it's become so mainstream i think now it's like when i try to put myself back in like film circles like when right. i just talk about movies in general that people are like um don't you like marvel movies oh that's, gosh that's most of the judgment that yeah. i get out. i'm like okay yeah, martin yeah. scorsese just <laughs> calm down like <laughs> Calm down, you freaking Stanley Kubrick. Uh, People can enjoy things. Like, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> you know what? Now that you, like, bring that up, somebody did go in my comments. It was just kind of like, talk more about, like, indie movies, movie guy. Like, he was a stop <laughs> What a zinger. Just like... <laughs> boy that's what that's what that reminded me of like uh, what, 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 oh that was in Harold and kumar go to white castle see i know my fucking movies it's like oh yeah cock boy i gotta come back cock boy like that's all i heard he was like oh stop reviewing superhero movies review some indie movies marvel guy like movie guy I'm just like shut the fuck up dude just uh, uh so yeah that judge yeah i do get judged now now that i think about it i just don't give a I fuck mean, yeah 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 i mean <laughs> this thing is you and i can have discussions about like you know alfonso Cuarón's latest uh oscar nominated film like mm-hmm. i fucking love roma roma's yep. an amazing film i also fucking love guardians of the galaxy yep. and i'm not gonna apologize for that because People can like things. My favorite movie of all time is her, directed by Spike Jones. Okay, like, don't fucking just call me the the Marvel yeah. guy. Yeah. The fuck, like, just get get out of my face with that. Like, you want me to fucking talk about I don't know your ghost Lent Lenthimos? Sure, I could talk about the lobster, but fuck, man, <laughs> like, <laughs> like sometimes I just want to talk about comics and movie and Marvel yes. and Robert Downey. Sometimes I want to talk about those things. So leave me alone. You know, onions have layers, and so do geeky podcast hosts. Exactly. So just get off your high horse and 
<laughs> let us let us talk about the silly comic book movie that's also surprisingly deep sometimes because guess what art doesn't have to be fucking painful for it to be great yes sometimes and sometimes it is but exactly like fucking bridesmaids is a fucking work of art and it makes yes. me laugh because somebody yeah. poops in a sink I, sue it's me hilarious. <laughs> sue it's me hilarious. <laughs> and you know i don't have the energy to watch like i've been I've, I've had stuff on my list forever like chernobyl the hbo series chernobyl oh i need like, to watch i that. need to watch same yeah same i need to watch it I haven't watched it. You know why? Because mm. I'm already depressed. That's and true. I That's and true. I don't, I don't need I don't no more want to be, you know, <laughs> it's like I sometimes I don't want to watch something that's going to sink me into a deeper hole than sometimes, I'm already Sometimes if I'm feeling a little too happy, I will put on something depressing. Like I, yeah. I can't, you can't get yourself there if you're already there. That's just a recipe for disaster. I say, like, you know what? I'm feeling great today. I don't know why I do that. I'm feeling great today. I'm going to watch The Fucking Father with Anthony Hopkins. I'm going to watch <laughs> him have this fucking, like, mental breakdown and just torture oh myself God. in the process. Because that's I'm feeling... Me with, yeah. That's me with Pan's Labyrinth all the time. I'm yep. like, oh, my God. I want to I want to watch this movie and just, like, despair. <laughs> in despair. <laughs> I need to watch like, this in despair. Sometimes you need to, like, just feel like, all the emotions. Like happy happy despair i'm like this is so beautiful exactly. and i want to die <laughs> i feel like that whenever i watch uh uh manchester by the sea i'm like this is a oh really fucking good movie it's a great fucking movie yeah i would watch it like if, if you literally if you gave me the choice i would watch it two times in one day because it is that good yeah. but it's so depressing it's so Dude. sad Blue valentine too oh that my god fucks you up oh like, my god i can't the even performances think performances are so good but it's just when it's, it's, oh, it's hard. the fact that Ryan Gosling didn't get an Oscar for balding his head and like like what the scene where he's like you don't mean that you don't mean that he, I just he's did such a good job in that but like both of them like that so 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 underappreciated that film it truly believe so love didn't exist after that movie came out yeah I truly believe yeah. I was gonna die alone yeah. <laughs> after that movie don't don't watch it if you're not feeling fully loved and appreciated oh, oh absolutely that's gonna don't watch it with your spouse no your boyfriend girlfriend your other don't watch it with someone else because yeah. you're gonna have a hard conversation a lot People of hard like, conversation don't watch marriage story with your partner i'm like i mean marriage story is tame compared to some of the shit oh the shit that there. goes down in blue. yes this that's a that's a good like versus episode that we should do blue valentine or um the yeah. marriage, Ooh, marriage story. doing episodes like that. That's a good idea. Yeah. Ooh, see, guys, you just heard it first here. Movie, <laughs> movie showdown. Movie showdown. It. Cool. I'll fight for one. You fight for the other. <laughs> All right, okay. guys. Oh, my God. Our first episode should be Lost in Translation and her. <gasps> we love those so much. Let's do it. Let's fucking do it. I'm down. But I'm going to lose because there's some problematic racial stereotypes in True. Lost in Translation. True. Her is perfect. <laughs> Her is just perfect. It's my movie. I mean, her came out ten years later. It's kind of hard. They fixed it. (laughs) They fixed it. We'll save it for the episode. We'll save it. We'll save it. it. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to Geeks of the Week. We always appreciate you guys listening to our ranting and commentary and just us being nerds with each other. We need people to watch these type of things because you know who else is gonna do it. Yeah, we love you guys. You guys are the best. You guys are the best, guys. All right. Uh, we'll see you next week with, you know, whatever episode we come up with the night before. Yeah, it's going to be totally planned, not at all <laughs> impromptu. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>